Hey boys, how you going? Uh, welcome back to the NRL Don podcast. Had actually Supercoach 365 jump on me for the special Sunday afternoon, Monday upload show. Uh, we went on live on Instagram. Roasty, we just got a little bit caught up with a few things, so I had to bring the boy in off the back fence, off the bench, in the spirit of it all. Um, so this is just a quick recap of all the games that happened over the weekend, just our thoughts on it. A few questions littered throughout uh, some Supercoach stuff, obviously, because it's Ryan from Supercoach 365. But um, yeah, a few bits and pieces like that throughout hope you guys enjoy and i'll talk to you all very soon on wednesday we've got a podcast with jordan Pereira coming out you won't want to miss that it's going to be a good time hey guys what's going on just going live with uh super coach 365 wrapping up the week that was uh how you doing my man good mate good um bit of a i was gonna say a shock result but i'm not shocked the tigers lost because they've been losing very well since the year 2000 but um (laughs) i guess the way they lost is a little bit of a surprise because i actually tipped them to win and um Jeez, I couldn't have been much more wrong than that. I When I heard the news, uh, someone posted it on Facebook before it broke, and I saw the news that Ponga wasn't going to be playing, and yeah. the Tigers were still at three bucks, and I loaded up on them. Yeah. And I just wish I didn't, eh? Like, I don't know why I'm so surprised that we're sitting here. I would like to just shout out the the Tigers fans in my group chat because there's been some some absolute bolters today. We got, uh, yeah, I'm done. This fucking hurts so much. I tell you what, this should be 40 now. <laughs> Imagine making Adam Clune look like Cooper Cronk. Ah, oh, fuck this, man. This isn't even rugby league. Man, they're good. These <laughs> They should get rid of the bunker altogether. Special breed special breed Tigers fans. They're um they're tough. They're tough or stupid or maybe a bit of both, so anyway. Oh well probably. But um, we've got a couple guys in here. We'll, we'll answer some questions. We're just going to run through the week, see how we go. I, there's a couple questions coming through here. Thoughts on Kennedy's second try assist? Surely that was all Ramian. What do you think? Yeah, look, um, this is the thing, and, and I know there's been some chat about the Gutho and Dylan Brown try assist, who that should go to. It's such a grey area, but for mine, I always come back to, is the try scored if that pass isn't thrown? Mm. And, and so often that last pass, it, it is a tap on, but I think in the case of Raymond, he had to make a decision either to tuck the ball and, and just take a tackle or pass to uh, to Katoa. So yeah, I'm with you. I think I think Raymond should get it. Uh, Kennedy probably lucky to, um, to get it in the end. Yeah, well, listen... I, I I missed the second half of that game and only, only watched back on the highlights. But as someone that's got Kennedy stashed on their bench, I reckon he probably probably deserved two try assists there just quietly. But <laughs> yeah, it depends which side of the fence you're sitting on, doesn't it? And that's so often with these things, it's like you know when your guy gets it, you're not complaining. But when it goes against you, you're probably the first one to put the hands up. <laughs> got another one of your thoughts on the Tigers this week we just covered it but uh, probably just think of how you've always thought of the Tigers every week that they've played the NRL that's probably how we feel this week as well same old same old but we'll rip, dumb, we'll rip, rip. Yeah? I was just going to say they're just a dumb footy team it's like I think I think they even chose to run into the breeze today like I think they won the toss and they chose whether to run into the breeze or to have the breeze at your back and they chose to run into it so I mean, you, they're already up against it away from home, and then anyway, yeah. So that's what happens. And geez, oh yeah, I tell you what, didn't uh, Newcastle look like it was pumping today? They, you win one game against the Roosters, and you're filled out. Jeez, I never, I don't remember last time I seen it that full. It was pumping. I was just remembered. I was like, when these boys get going, yeah. I mean, there's not too many better places to be a footy fan, you know. It's funny. Someone just says there in the comments, "There's no leadership in that team. They've got five captains, but no leaders." <laughs> and it's like. You, you probably couldn't be any more true, right? Because when they're behind the sticks, who are they listening to? Like, is it a Brooks? Because it's like, mate, you just kicked the ball yeah. uh, to Gagai when you were trying to aim for our winger. You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. how do you how do you reflect that? So, um, 
Yeah. And, uh, also, like Peachy coming on, like I was saying before we got in on here, the three set, set restarts, and then Peachy, who's come in as a captain, he's given away. Well, he's got yeah. sent to the bin, and it's just like, bro, who are we meant to be looking to here? Yeah. But we'll run through some of these games, get some of your thoughts on them. Obviously, Thursday night. <laughs> Wasn't this something for the first 70 minutes? <laughs> Mate, I, I couldn't believe it, really. At, at one point, it looked like Melbourne would go on and win 40 nil, and then yeah. at one point, you think they're going to lose. So, um, really was impressed by Cameron Munster, mainly, the way that he turned up in his first game of the year. Yep. We've heard that he's you know fit and strong, and he's got, he's got his head switch on. It's one thing to hear it. There's one thing to see it. And yep. for mine, I saw it, and probably um, in other years, he wouldn't have been there to take that pass from Harry Grant, and, and he was, so... No, good signs for Melbourne uh, on that front. They're, they're disciplined. When was the last time Melbourne had two sent to the sin bin in the game? It, it would have been a long time. Yeah, no. Nah, and I'm, I, you saw Bellamy after the game getting that game ball. And I, I couldn't help but notice Cameron Smith and Billy Slater just like snickering to themselves just because they knew what was going to happen as soon as they got off that pitch. And they're yeah. probably sitting there thinking, well, I'm pretty happy I'm not going back into that room after this. So I don't think he was a very happy boy on his 500th. But um, listen... South looked like a bit of a shell of a shell of themselves for the majority mm. of this game. Uh, their centers and wingers, outside of obviously AJ and Campbell Graham, just something needs to be done. They obviously switched Paula over to the right hand side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's too early to say that I think Blake Taft should be the seven. And that's maybe a little bit harsh on Ilias, but you look at their success in junior footy. Taft was seven, Ilias was six. Mm. I know it's just the number on a back, but Taft's. I think he's more developed. Like, he played a grand final last year. He's obviously yeah. had that big game experience. And for mine, Ilias is just struggling. There's there's no problem with bringing him off the bench, I don't think, for a few How weeks, much anyway. stock do you put into the fact how Blake came out and said he's not sure if he's ready to be playing? Yeah, it's not what you want to hear. Like, if I'm mm. the coach, I think you want you want, to, <laughs> you want, it, you want it, you know, you want him or you want Ilias, you want Mama Zulus, all of these young guys to say, you know, I'll play anywhere. You know, I'll play, yeah. and play in the front row, even though they're not obviously going to. But, um, yeah, I... It was. I was uh, taken aback a little bit when I saw he did say that because I actually had him in front of Elias to start the year. Yeah, as uh, as far as things that you want your young guys to say, I'm not ready after just playing a grand final. Probably isn't up there, but obviously yeah. Trelly comes through and smacks that. I mean, he misses the two pointer. When South let that ball run dead, I was just beside myself in hysterics. And then obviously, uh, you got Trelly hits the two pointer, but then Pappy just seals it off. I mean. Not, not much else to say about that game besides it's just you probably won't see another one like it for a little while. That that last 10 minutes was pretty insane. I do think, though, you know, Latrell Mitchell gets credited with a 44-metre field goal. Watch it again. That's a 60-metre field goal. He's yeah, put that yeah. over the dead ball line. That's just yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. No one else Absolutely. can do that in the NRL. And then, obviously, Dragons-Panthers. Tears in my household as Bizzer goes down with the MCL. I cannot believe it. Um, I'll tell you what, those rubdown boys cursed him. Been saying all off-season he's due an injury. I feel like they've done this to him. Probably should be an investigation. The <laughs> fact that Tago was uh, Natty's pick to have the biggest improvement against mine and we have a bet on it. I, c- right. I can't put woo-woo, hoodoo, voodoo, magic out of the equation on this. Definitely feel like there's something sus going on there for him to go down. But, geez, tell you what, didn't they that well? And I t- you put up a post last week saying that Tago can play. Geez, you're not bloody wrong, mate. That... <laughs> he's, tough. he's tough and that's what you want to see from these young kids right and I think you'll see the same if, if it is Taylor May or Robert Jennings whoever comes into that spot if it is May particularly on that left wing I mean he's Brian 2.0 right like he's, yeah. that, uh, as good as Brian is I don't think they lose a hell of a lot because they really haven't been using Brian in the last few weeks anyway 
Yeah, I mean, he he hasn't like obviously it reflects on Supercoach, but also when you just look out on this on the TV screen, you're just not seeing mm-hmm. as much of him running around, and it's not a lack of. Uh, him, it's just a lack of necessity now that he's got Tago sitting next to him. And Crichton and him, I feel, linked up really well. And Crichton was still getting involved in the play. And I've learned now that Tago is a guy that is also going to be a run-first kind of guy. So drafting uh, Brian To'o in the second round, uh, yeah, got me feeling a kind of way. But it's all good. We, we move. We move. <laughs> I did the I, same. I took Brian uh, at 12-man league. I took him uh, my second pick. I was pick 10. So it was like... Uh, pick 15 overall yeah um, but I was lucky enough to grab Tago late so it's sort of like oh, okay. yeah it's bad in one way but also good in another well we'll sat there I was watching uh Panthers Melbourne last a uh, Panthers Manly last Thursday night uh with the mm-hmm. bloke in my league that has Tago and we're all ripping into him saying yeah this is one week man he's like oh I'll give you this guy for him I'll give you this guy for him just as a joke see how far we could push him he said no 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 and I went out I'm like mate he's scoring 30 next week there's no way and then bang there you go cop that yeah and how no, good's that he looks good he looks good the kid yeah, definitely. And I mean, another thing I wanted to say here on this game is like the Dragons, they pushed them. They pushed them further than I think anyone was expecting them to. Mm-hmm. They, they had momentum at the end of this game. It was a knock-on at the end there that kind of cost everything. I mean, do you see where they score a try there? Ravawal is in a bit of form out there with Zach Lomax right now, building a bit of a relationship. You don't yeah. think that they get over the line there? The pass was almost too good from Lomax, wasn't it? It was like <laughs> he didn't, like, he, he probably should expect that. Like, Lomax, I think I said to you in the preseason, you, you don't get those wraps off Brad Fittler unless you're a good player. And yep. you just got to expect the unexpectable from, from Lomax. Oh, here's one for you. You you, you eat this one. No, Should I play it safe and see Haas or risk it and see Cobbo? My heart tells me Cobbo, but your brain says you got to put it on Haas. Yeah. But man, I tell you, what would Cobbo have ended up on last week if that forward pass doesn't go ahead and he gets that try down? He put it, he put it, would have come close to a ton, right? Because he yeah, finished on 50-odd without him. Yeah, upwards of 80 anyway. Let's, let's um, be generous and... I captained Fafita yesterday, so if I had my time again, I'd be definitely going paint Haas. All right, go the safe option there. But I, I, I like the Dragons. They're staying in my power rankings this week, even with the loss, just because they took it so close to mm. Penrith. But moving on, geez, Manly, there's issues. There is issues. There's something going on. It's Turbo is not at all. <laughs> yeah. He funny. is stuck in first gear, brother. It's it's sad because um, you talk about taking Brian there at pick fifteen. I almost feel just as bad, if not worse, for if whoever's taking Turbo, you almost have to captain him every yeah. week because yeah. it's like yeah. you're not taking him that early unless you're captaining him. I mean, in the case where he plays a third Friday game this this week, you pr- probably put the VC on, but he's just not anywhere near what we saw from himself. And but neither are Manly, so you can't just pin the blame on Turbo. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, man, Manly just are not really up to it right now. It doesn't look like there's not too many things going forward for him. But to be fair, not too many things going right. Yeah. And having said that, let me say this. They have played Penrith and the Roosters. Mm-hmm. I think we probably like lick it on a little bit more because we're like, oh, the Roosters just lost to the Knights. But they are the Roosters. They had a shocker against the Knights. So it may, like you probably would have picked that. Anyway, but I think just because they both came off kind of rough losses, it's a bit more of a hardest will to pull, pill to swallow. But I like, I, I, I like Manly to do something this year. It's just not kind of clicking right now. I, I don't know. It's um. I Wait until sh- they get back to Brookie. I think. I think that's when we'll see the real Manly. Like they've, they've yep. been forced to play away from their home ground while it, I think they're tidying up the last of the construction and yep. they'll get back to uh, four pines as it's called now. 
Yeah, yeah. That'll be a real yeah. homecoming. I think that'll be a real defining moment in this season. And I mean, you got um, Schuster to come back. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But the Roosters look good. They look like the Roosters that I remember. They just kind of didn't didn't keep the foot off the pedal the whole game. Mm. Uh, that butcher, uh, I'm being I'm being told in my DMs that we need to start calling him Nerbo after what he did to Turbo, and I'm all in on that. He's Nerbo to me, baby. That's oh, <laughs> it. Was something, wasn't it? I've never seen that sort of footwork from uh, from Natty Butcher, but the Roosters. Who knew he had that in the back pocket, mate? That's the Roosters we wanted to see last week, and I think if they yeah. play like that last week against the Knights, they probably win by thirty. Yeah, um, but they just they just weren't there week one, so good to see them back up week two. I mean, moving on, Titans was Titans edge one out, and and this was this is a they have a shield for this game. Were you aware of that? Not until um, full time, <laughs> and I don't know the full story behind it. So, uh, but there's a few there's a few shields on that shield, like so it seems like it's been going on for at least three four games. Yeah, right. I okay. was totally unaware of this situation, um, but there you go. I yeah. guess the Titans get one up. Uh, I mean, last time they played, I'm pretty sure it was 44 nil to the Titans. So, um, it's funny it's, Matt Lodge, Matt Lodge coming off and spewing after 20 minutes. That reminds me of my, you know, Division Eight soccer when the first game of the year and you're cramping up and you're desperate for a power raid. But um, there was it looked Fox like he'd been replay. guzzling power raid or something, mate. When that, well, I don't know what came out of him. That was, it was blue. didn't look like it was from this planet. <laughs> but I don't think Matt Lodge is totally from this planet anyway. So. But I, like I say, I missed the. Uh, I mi- I got the first half of this game in, but I missed the second half. And I jumped on Instagram, and there was Warriors fans blowing up about the refs. Can you can you please enlighten me about what I've missed here? Because obviously I didn't see much in the highlights. I haven't watched back the full game yet. It, was there a controversial call? What did I miss here, mate? If anything, I think the Warriors should be happy about the refs. They got a try on the stroke of halftime, which was a genuine knock on. They went to halftime up eighteen sixteen. Um. I don't know. Maybe there was, but top of my head, like I can't remember any real standout moments that would have been, you know, controversial as such. So yeah, right. It was well, just maybe a real it's just footy fans being footy yeah. fans. Yeah, exactly. You, you didn't hear probably. You, you probably should have heard more out of the Titans fans before half time. To be fair. True. Well, there you go. Well, as I say, like that game kind of just is what it is. Not really affecting anyone in each way too far just yet. But Sharky's eels. My goodness. Yeah. Are the Sharks going to win a game by six points this year? Doesn't matter, mate. They'll be happy to win by two or one, whatever it is. I think I think they were up eight nil at, at after that Sione Katoa try. Funnily enough, um, and I messaged my mates. I said they're a top fourteen. This Sharks team, they just look clinical in defence. Mm. When they execute their plays, they're so good. But then they just stupid errors, stupid penalties. I let the Eels back into the game, and um, the amount of incidental six agains that they got through like yep. a knock on on the last tackle, the Eels yep. that is. Um, Dale Finucane really stood up on the stroke of half time. Unfortunately, they conceded and then the Eels ran away with it a little bit. But um, for me, the thing that stands out most in this game was how the Sharks won it. Rugby League's a funny game in, in the way that, um, you know, there's always subplots within stories and they, they pretty much ran the same play to win the game that they lost yeah, they the lost game to last, week. last week. So yeah. incredible. Yeah, it, it, funny how life works, huh? But I mean, mm. you had ScoMo on the sidelines doing some magic on Nico Hines, making a miss, and then thankfully the spell wore off at the end there. But Parramatta, I had a couple of blokes hit me up saying thank goodness that they're um, starting their collapse early this year, getting that over and done with so they don't have to worry about it when it comes to finals week. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't be too worried as para fans. Not that they're not that they're never not worried, but um, I mean these are the type of games that you do need to win. They're they're two top eight teams, I think. Like yeah. I think Eels are still better than most. Their defense the first week wasn't great, but uh, Sharks were just too good in the end. So credit where it's due, I think. Well, moving on, 
to what probably game of the round probably probably game of the round here Cowboys Raiders I'd probably say close Cowboys to Cowboys fan not. would say that wouldn't they <laughs> had Peter Hiku aka uh, Ronaldo out on the wing assisting with his boot had Nanai showing everyone exactly who he is Amiso coming off the back fence I mean geez, I didn't know what I was watching it, <laughs> it was it was funny I was, was out quite a I was, shock I was out for um for a dinner at the time and I checked the score and I was 8-6 half time and um you sort of just always think, oh, you know, the Raiders will find their way back into this, and it just wasn't. I, you know, refresh it again later, and they're out by 20. So uh, good work, the Cowboys, and I don't think the Raiders uh, were where they need to be. The thing that gets me, though, is all week, all I heard about was how Jack Whiten's back, you know, yeah, he's yeah, running yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah. It was one game, and yep. yes, it was a great try he scored, but Nick Cottridge did it all anyway. So Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway. Just had a question come through to retouch on how we think Manly are going to go this season. I, geez, I tell you, two two weeks ago, I probably would have said they're 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 pushing top four, mm. definitely top six. I genuinely am starting to get cold feet. I don't know. I, they need something's got to happen. I, they have played two very very tough teams. I wouldn't be worried yet. Obviously, it's um, it's only round two. But having said this, Jonathan, if you are scared, all you got to do. Go on an Apple podcast, listen to the Hello Sport Boys. They will put you at ease because the absolute rubbish that they will spew at you about that side will make you think that there is no chance that they're not winning the whole thing this year. So fear not. Fear not. Hit up the Hello Sport week, Boys. Apparently. They almost won somehow. They only lost by 22. They almost won. So. <laughs> Hit up those boys. They'll, um, they'll put your mind at ease for sure. But back to this Cowboys Raiders game. I was beyond happy watching that. Finally having my shot in the group chat. Um, it was just a good time. They looked good after last week. It's just night and day, but that's yeah. who the Cowboys are. So obviously, I'm just taking it with the biggest of grains of salts that you can possibly take that game with. Um, but tell you what, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy looking at what, what we did there. Um, what next... impressed me most about that, just before you move on, is, yeah. is uh, you know I know they've beaten the, the Bulldogs and the Raiders, Raiders nowhere near their best than Bulldogs. We don't know really what to expect. But they've conceded two tries in two weeks. That's that's the, the key takeaway for mine. They, I think they conceded 28 points per game last year, the Cowboys. So they've dropped that right down to well now mm. an average of five. So uh, really good. Had another question here. Thoughts on AFB and JHF? I'm assuming that's for Classic. Um, are you at Panic Stations with either of them? Do you even run either of them? I don't have either. Um I was actually looking to go towards AFB maybe this week, but what I've heard today, and I haven't checked his score from yesterday. I think it was uh, a 54 he ended up on. I run him in, in draft. Yeah, right. Um, so I think he's finished on about 54. Uh, yeah, so... It, it's tough, though, because it's like, who are you replacing him with that's going to do better? Yeah, 62, pro- sorry. He's finished on a 62. Yeah, I mean, that's that's perfectly fine from a front mm. rower. Um the only thing that concerns me about it is I think he's had two line breaks in two weeks, so that yeah. may not that may not keep up. Well, that's pretty much covered all the games in the Bulldogs Broncos games just kicked off. Gonna go watch Adam Reynolds probably put on a masterclass here. I'd like to thank you for joining me, brother. Keeping it short and sweet in between these two games. Nice little quick hit out. Good. Um tell everybody where they can find you, of course. Yeah, if you uh, don't already follow us, just hit that at you'll see it on your screen, Supercoach three six five. We do a uh, a couple of podcasts a week, usually Tuesday night for a Wednesday morning upload or thereabouts, um, covering off usually on all the classic news, but we talk some draft as well. So uh, stick with us right across the socials at Supercoach365. 
Awesome, brother. I'll talk to you boys all very, very soon. Righto. Enjoy this uh, last game of footy. Let's go settle in. Thanks, bro. That was good stuff. Yeah, short and sharp. We probably need 20 minutes, I reckon, next time. Yeah. That's all right, though. That was about 20. Yeah.